I'm Kimberly Amici, and I'd like to welcome you to the Build Your Best Family podcast. This is a practical show that helps you imagine, plan, and build your best family. Over the next few weeks, I will be working on a fresh new season of the show that I am thrilled to release in September. While I'm working on it, I am rebroadcasting our most popular episodes from this past year. They are the ones that you loved, downloaded the most, and shared with your friends. Our last one is Monica Swanson on simple ways to raise children rich in character. The title says it all. Our children are not born with good character, and it's our job to help grow and cultivate it in them. Character is a central part of who you are. Character fundamentally shapes how you engage with the world, what you notice, what you reinforce, who you connect with, and what you choose to act on. As we build our best family, it is essential to raise children of good character. Our kids just don't develop character on their own. Believe me, I wish they could, but they need our guidance and direction. Sure, modeling character works, and I try to do that often, but even on my best days, I fall short. So, if we want to help our kids really develop strength and consistency in this area, we'll need to be intentional about it, especially when there are so many influences out there that may not reflect our family's values. I know this may sound a bit overwhelming, but this week's guest doesn't think it has to be. Monica Swanson wrote the book Boy Mom. The chapter on raising sons of noble character was one of the most popular, and many people responded to it by asking her to share more about raising kids of character. And as a result, she created the character training course. In our interview, we talked about how to figure out which noble character traits to cultivate in our kids and some simple tips that will allow us to do that. Not only did I feel encouraged after our conversation, but I had some strategies that I could start using right away. What is the one character trait that you're going to highlight in your home this week? I already know what my answer is. It's personal responsibility. I'd love to hear yours. We can chat more about it on Instagram or in the Build Your Best Family Facebook group. Do you want to know what your kids really think of you? We've created the Family Retreat Packet so you can find out and get honest feedback on how you're doing as a family. It's a 360 peer review, but for families. Not only does it include assessment questions, but a sample itinerary, a packing list, and activity suggestions so you can make a fun weekend out of it. Go to www.buildyourbestfamily.com forward slash shop, and for only $4.99, you can download your copy. Today, I'm talking with Monica Swanson. Monica is the author of Boy Mom, What Your Son Needs Most From You, and the host of the Boy Mom podcast. Monica's insight on raising boys caught the world's attention when her blog post, What a Teenage Boy Needs Most From His Mom, reached nearly 2 million readers in just over a week. She has contributed to the Today Show website, the Huffington Post, and has been featured on numerous radio shows and podcasts. She and her husband, Dave, a hospital physician, have two sons in college and two more boys at home who divide their time between homeschooling and surfing. Besides boys, Dave and Monica also raise a lot of tropical fruit at their home in the country on the north shore of Oahu, Hawaii. Welcome, Monica. It is incredible to have you on the podcast today. Thank you. So good to be here. A question that we ask all of our guests that I'd love for you to answer is, what is your family known for? Oh man, that's a tough one. We're here in Hawaii. So, you know, definitely surfing is a big part of our life, but 
Uh, I think we're going to be touching on this today. Definitely, I, I talk a lot about character, so raising sons of character. So I, that's kind of one of the attributes I would say my boys would be described as having great character. But yeah, surf, we're a surf family. We're mm-hmm. a beach Hawaii surf loving family. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. My son wants to learn how to surf. So there's not <laughs> great over. surfing on the Jersey shore, but, <laughs> but you're <laughs> not too love, far from some. Yeah. Yeah. We'd love to make it out here to West coast or Hawaii to learn that yeah. for sure. Yeah. It's, on our, it's on our bucket list. Good. Good. All right. So you're here to talk to us today about what you mentioned, noble character traits in our children. Mm. You said that your boys are known for their character. So I want to talk more about what those traits are and Mm -hmm. what we can be focusing on cultivating in our children. Yeah. Well, I I think probably a a big key to all of this conversation is really just the intentionality on the parents' part. I think that, you know, we as people are not born with great character. It's it's got to be crafted over time with intentionality and kids aren't going to grow up desiring to be thoughtful or selfless or mm-hmm. considerate or humble. I mean, that just goes against the very nature of our flesh. So certainly there's there's got to be an intentionality on the part of parents and we're all busy right so we it we're doing a million things we're just trying to survive sometimes it seems and we've got school and sports and trying to keep everyone fed and clothed but i'm really grateful at some point in my journey that i just started to really realize how important it would be to keep my eyes focused on the young men my boys would grow up to become and to really bring character into our daily life and and think about ways throughout the day to focus on character development mm-hmm. so yeah there's a whole lot of character qualities if you google character you know you're going to see lists of all kinds of things and i think at different seasons and different stages different things stand out to you starting off when kids are little with just simple manners. I mean, manners are a real good way to begin character development, but then that grows into the heart and asking, why do we have good manners? What is the the heart behind the manners and the things we're asking our kids to do? And then that's where we really get focused on some of the bigger, deeper, more mature character qualities of, you know, humility and and kindness and thoughtfulness Mm -hmm. and the list goes on. But I think it's a really fun thing to focus on, kind of gives our job as parents a little more meaning, a little more, there's something to focus on throughout the day. You're not just putting out fires, but you're like, wait, where could there be a lesson that focuses yeah. on character in this situation we're facing? Yeah. So do you have a core set of characters that you have been committed to cultivating in your children or or, or how do you find what to focus on in each season? Because like you said, there's lists yeah. and it can be yeah. overwhelming. Sure. Yeah. And I think most of us would prefer to just have a list that we could check off. But honestly, I don't. I, I can't say that even as young kids that I was necessarily looking at a list. Now, we're going to talk, I think, in a minute about the character training course that I have put together. And in that, there are lists. So I know if some people are like, I don't even know where to start. Certainly, I do have lists. <laughs> but I'm really looking at the kids. And, and sometimes you figure out what you want to develop by seeing what is lacking. Sometimes mm. that's the easier way yeah. to go, wow, that was selfish. Maybe yeah. we need to talk about being more other-centered or selfless. So mm-hmm. unfortunately, sometimes we start with what's not there and then we work on what we want to see there. Yeah. You know, I kind of been finding myself camping out on this idea that our children are different. We know that. But I really, even as a mom of teens, have been figuring out what it looks like to parent my kids differently based Mm -hmm. on their needs. And so where I used to think 
there's a list, let's work through the list. Now I'm like, what is that specific child need? And I love that you said that to identify maybe what it is that they're lacking, because I do mm-hmm. find that, you know, a few of my kids are just, it comes naturally for them to serve the mm-hmm. other. Um, yep. Another one of my kids, it's, it's just super easy for her to be humble because she's very observant and she can take mm-hmm. a step back and see like how her choices impact the family as a whole. And then there's another child who can't be see beyond their <laughs> right yeah, here uh-huh, in front sure. of their face. Yeah. Um, and so I can see where identifying what can be taught in this moment, what is it that they need that's going to set them up for success and then leaning mm-hmm. into that character trait can mm-hmm. be really beneficial and so yeah. and so much more powerful than just ticking off a checklist. Yes, absolutely. But I do like lists. <laughs> I know we all do. We all do. <laughs> all right. So give us some, um, a few examples of daily character training ideas. Right. Well, this character training course I mentioned grew out of a chapter in my book, Boy Mom, where I talk about character. And one of the things I talk about in that chapter is when kids are little, one thing that I started to do is just um, use what I call character words throughout the day. So it might be something like, you know, when they're young and they're learning to pick up after themselves, it's so easy for us, excuse me, so easy for us to see the problem. Like you left your shorts on the floor again, go put them away. Like that would be my typical response is Mm -hmm. you left your toys out, pick them up. But what if instead I asked myself, I started to use a character word, like, you know, you're, you're learning to be responsible, you know, Levi, my youngest, I might say, Levi, it's really responsible to put your own things away. So I want to see you being responsible today. And when you take off your clothes, make sure to go put them back in your room where (laughs) I'm sorry, it sounds like my kids just strip their clothes, but because they (laughs) surf, I often find shorts all over the house. They're not they're not always stripping everywhere, but <laughs> I will find random shorts or a wetsuit or yes. something like that. And I'll say, you know, be it's responsible to go put that away. And so I start to use that word responsible. And then I might notice that he's done something that is responsible. So I'll say, oh, buddy, that was so responsible of you yeah. to do A, B, and C. And so now that word is kind of out there and it's whether we notice it or not, it's probably going around in their mind. So as they grow up, just looking for opportunities to correct using character words is a big one that has been really effective in our household. So that's one example when they're young. Yeah. Oh, I love the idea of that character list as like a word bank Mm -hmm. or vocabulary list. Yeah. And that to me is so much, it actually seems easier. Yes. And and like I said, it kind of makes parenting more fun because it's no fun to just bark orders, but it's kind of fun to go, ooh, I wonder how much more responsible he'll be this week if I really focus on that word and and trying not to do too many at once. You don't want to talk about, you know, 10 different character traits in one day, but really finding that one or two that's really bugging you and see how much, you know, progress we can make in one week. And then I'll just get a couple other examples. Again, I think manners are great. So teaching manners, but again, teaching the heart of manners and, and talking about how, you know, it's really being thoughtful to others. When you say, thank you, when you look someone in the eyes, you're, you're showing them respect and honor. And so kind of going through manners, but giving them um, purpose, giving the heart Mm -hmm. behind the manners. And then as they grow up character training, really the heart of my course is something I did with my teenage son when he was going through a sticky stage. And that was really looking for inspiration for character development in the teenagers. And we'll probably talk a little more about 
about that in a moment, mm-hmm. but really that's, that's a huge thing for me is finding people outside of mom and dad who might inspire character in our kids mm-hmm. as they grow up, because sadly we're not enough at some point. They need to find inspiration outside of just us. Yeah. Yeah. So talk to us more about that. How, how do role models, mm-hmm. people outside of mom and dad influence their children's character? Yeah, it is huge. I'm just such a believer in being really intentional about the influences in our kids' lives Mm -hmm. from the time they're young. I mean, everything from what they watch, what they play with, who they hang out with. There's no doubt that we become like the company we keep. And they say, you know, you become like the five people you spend the most time with. And I think that can be true. If it's not people, it might be a video game. It might be an app. It might be something on social Mm. media, whoever or whatever you surround yourself with, you will grow to become more like. And kids might want to argue with you on that one, but it is a fact. And so role models are huge, especially in a time where maybe kids can't be hanging out all the time the way they did at one point back in history where they got to hang out all the time. (laughs) Now, more important than ever to be intentional. And so for us, some of the role models we have found have been found through books, Mm -hmm. through found found through inspiring role models who are online, who we can point our kids to. And again, part of the character training that I have done is finding things like podcasts, or TED Talks, or YouTube channels that are people Mm -hmm. who are really good role models and hooking my kids up with them and saying, spend some time every day learning from these people. You may never meet them, but they can change your life. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so good. And and sometimes they can hear something from somebody else that they maybe can't hear from us. And so I can tell my kids something 10 times, but then when we go to church and they say it, they're like, oh, we know mom. Or like, just to hear somebody else say it, like a podcast, we hit this. I was trying to talk to my kids about this one thing. And I literally made them listen to this one podcast. We talked about it all week. And then at church, they talked about the same principle. And I was like, Uh There Come we on. <laughs> I'm not making this stuff up. This is good stuff I you need to know. That. And so I do, I, I love books as mentors, podcasts as mentors. Yes. And then, and then we've, we've done, I, I think a decent job of introducing families into our life and spending time with families as a family and allowing them to see other husbands and wife interacts, other parents interact with their children totally. and just, you know, it's even good for them to see how different we are from other people, but how similar we are to other people. Yes. You know, kids often want to throw at us. Well, nobody else is like that. And then you're Mm -hmm. like, "Mm, we just spent the weekend with them and they're just, they're just like that. (laughs) 100%. Yes, it's true. And especially if they have a youth leader, you know, my boys' lives have really been impacted by a couple of youth leaders who have taken them under their wings and they have young families. And so they're observing how these guys are acting, you know, with just a small child and a wife, you know, newly married or single. And yet, like you said, they're probably telling them the same things we are, but it sounds different coming from somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. So how do we find good role models? What do you look for when you're, when you're trying to find something for your children to be influenced? Right. That, that can be challenging. And, and that's, you know, when I first started this character training with my teenage son, I remembered gathering literally just a few podcasts I listened to. I, I gathered a couple, one TED talk, I think, and then some websites. But over time, I've, I've really developed a list which is in the character training course because sometimes it takes some time to go looking and you might ask some friends, you might look around, you know, my sons read Tim Tebow's books, for example, you know, that just encourage them to grow in their identity, which is not about what they do or how popular mm-hmm. they are or how good their grades are, but it's really an identity that's grounded in the word of God and God's love for them. 
and who they are in Christ. And so really it takes some time to look. Um, I've got a good list. I've got a good list in the course, but I think finding people who are pointing to just good character, biblical character qualities. And then usually if you're connected with other families who are doing the same thing, that's really going to help. Oh, for sure. What it's something I'd like to do more of is have my kids read biographies. Because I think that that's a fantastic way for them to especially understand how people have overcome obstacles. Because a lot of the people that they've seen now on social social media, they don't know any of their backstory. They don't know how they got there. They just assume that everyone's got this charmed life. And when we read Mm. biographies and we learn about people and what they've had to overcome to get to where they are and why they have the success that they have or why they have the influence or the story that they have, I think it's so beneficial to them because they don't really get that from social media I don't even think they get that from school. I don't even think they get that, you know, and mm-hmm. in, in some other, even even in other church settings where I feel like all we do is we see the, the end. We don't know the beginning. Yes. We don't know the middle. Yes. Oh, you're so right. I love that you said that. And, and that's a big part. You know, we've, we've homeschooled from the beginning. We live out here kind of in the country in Hawaii, mm-hmm. but we have homeschooled. And <clears throat> a lot of that is reading biographies. Missionary stories are great. Yeah. Uh, even, even um, in the, character. Of course, I have a list of movies because you can find things that really point to solid character. But instead of just watching it or having your child watch it, watch it and then talk about it and say, you know, what was it that made him keep going when times got hard? And, you know, the Bible is full of great stories, some that point to excellent character and some that point to really lousy character. And so I also have a list of, you know, the best Bible stories to point to character qualities. Mm -hmm. And I think if it's on our mind, I mean, just like anything, when it's on our mind as parents, it's going to come up more throughout the day and different things we're doing. We're going to be thinking about character and pointing to it. You can mm-hmm. just watch the news and have plenty of examples. Oh, for especially sure. Especially bad character. Yeah. But you can watch the news and go, hey, how did this person end up there? And yeah. let's talk about that because it didn't just, you know, especially when it comes to, you know, horrible things that somebody might do. Well, that person didn't wake up one day mm-hmm. and, you know, as a horrible person, but it developed over time. They made choices mm-hmm. and one choice mm-hmm. led to the next. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and I, I just love what you said about adversity. I'm such a believer that kids need to know that going through hard things is actually one of the best ways to develop character. In fact, it's hard to develop character without going through hard times. Mm -hmm. And as parents, sometimes we want to shield our kids from everything painful. We want to protect them from hard times. And one of the best things we can do is let our kids walk through hard times and Mm -hmm. coach them as they go. Give them tools, give them encouragement, but let them go through hard times. Yes, yes. Me and my have I have a couple of my friends. We often talk about like actually looking for opportunities to make things hard 100%. for our kids because they yep. really do have it so easy. Yes. I mean, yes. they think it's just so rough. And I'm like, really? Right. <laughs> and I yeah. can't tell one more story about when I was your age. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> You're right. It's I think in the, the generation we live in, we do need to look for opportunities to give our kids mm-hmm. hard things to do, whether it's work or service projects, yeah. because yeah, the typical American kid doesn't have it very hard, Mm-mm. even no. if they think they do. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right. So how can we make help our kids make better choices? Ooh, I love this. Well, I always say probably my favorite time to parent, this favorite stage is the teenage years. I just love the tweens and teens, though Mm -hmm. every age is my favorite. But 
I'm just such a believer in talking, just communicating with our kids. And and again, pointing them to people who've made bad choices, pointing to them to people who've made good choices and just having that open communication. I do believe that there's some things we can do to help our kids make better choices. You know, I have a short list. It's, it's nothing complicated. You could create your own, but I made a list of questions that you're, you can print out and give to your child. This is in the course again, but really what it is, is teaching them to stop before making a quick choice and asking themselves a few questions like, you know, will this, what will this do to maybe help me get to my desired goal? Are there other options, alternatives maybe to get to my desired goal? You know, could this hurt or uh, could this do damage to somebody else? Is this something I would imagine fill in the blank, a role model, someone you really respect to doing? And Mm -hmm. so if they have this list of questions, you know, maybe they need to look at it on paper, but in time it becomes a mental filter that they can run things through. And the hope is that then when they're put on the spot one day and they have to make a quick choice, that they're going to have that filter in their mind and really think through using wisdom, how they can make better choices. And one of our favorite tools we have our boys read is, is the book of Proverbs in the Bible. And it's just such a great way to help them um, develop those skills of really putting wisdom to everything, mm-hmm. all the different things they do. What's the wise way to respond to this? Yeah. So yeah, that's a yeah. big one. And it takes practice to make that, yes. that, that train of thought, that thinking process. Yes. Yeah. All right. So we talked about doing hard things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How can we use consequences at, and discipline as tools, you know, to build character, to make mm. that character connection? I mean, I think of yeah. hard things. I think of consequences. I think of like, mm-hmm. how does it all work together? Oh man. I think, I think given consequences are really hard for us parents, right? Yeah. Most of us would rather yell and scream and throw a little tizzy fit than just give the darn consequences, but that's what our kids need. Yeah. And, um, I'm such a believer, you know, the best kind of consequences to give are the natural consequences, just letting things, yeah. letting things teach our kids. And again, that's all about not rescuing them. So they forget mm. their lunch you know, of course there's grace. They forget their lunch. If they're going to school, sure. You might bring them their lunch once, but you let them know that next time you're not going to, they're going to learn a lot faster by going hungry one day than mom rescuing them 14 times. Uh, natural consequences. They leave something out in the rain here in Hawaii. We have more skateboards everywhere. Your skateboard gets ruined. Well, we're not just going to go out and buy you a new one. You're going to work and earn the money to get a new one. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. natural consequences teach so much and it teaches character because then they're learning that lesson, not because you're yelling at them, but because of a natural consequence. And then sometimes you just can't think of a natural consequence. There's not a fitting one. And those that's where I get frustrated is when you're standing there, you see your child do something and your brain just freezes. You're like, I don't even know what kind of consequence to give. <laughs> that's usually when you end up blowing up and yeah, yelling. Right? Yeah. That's where I encourage parents to have a little list in your back pocket. I love to use some dirty chores, things that aren't much fun. You know, that garbage oh, yeah. can really needs to be scrubbed yep, out. We've done that um, one. Yeah. The, the sliders on your sliding door could be cleaned with a Q-tip, you know, how much fun, <laughs> but there's always some dirty chores that you can have. I always encourage parents to think about what is their child's currency, right? So for some mm-hmm. kids, that's missing out on a social opportunity. Some mm-hmm. kids, that's their game or phone or, you know, whatever device they like to play on in their free time. 
for some kids is doing a dirty chore. So you got to kind of be a student of your child and figure out when they do something that they know is wrong or you need to teach a lesson. That's when with a smile and hands on your hips, as firm and loving as you can be, you say, okay, here's what you're going to do. You don't need to yell. You don't need to throw a fit. You just give them the consequence and let mm. that teach them better than you ever could. Yeah. Yeah. Easier that's such great. Done. Great. Go, oh, please. <laughs> Yeah, we already we already had an incident already this morning today that I could have used you this morning to talk me through. But but yeah, I'm I'm a big believer in natural consequences. I know my husband will go places and he wants to make sure everyone has a jacket. And when they were little, they didn't want to wear a jacket. Kind of in the middle, they started to, and now they're teens, so now they're back to not wearing a jacket. And I'm like, if they're gonna be cold, then they're gonna be cold. I mean, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's okay. Like even, even my role as a mom of teens, I'm advising them. I say, Hey, can I make this suggestion? Here's why you might want to do that. And I've let them say no. And then I've let them mm-hmm. be like, I wish I had have done that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sure. Exactly. We've um, all been there. And it's hard. It's hard. It's we hard. Want to rescue them. We want them to totally. think we're like amazing and always there for us, mm-hmm. always there for them. But that's not what happens. I no. think we, we handicap them when we, we do swoop in. You're absolutely right. And sometimes giving those consequences affects us too. It's Mm -hmm. like, you know, canceling family movie night or Mm -hmm. we have to, you know, there's, it's going to affect us and we don't want to do that, but I do think it's the most loving thing we can do. Yeah. And I've tried to be very mindful and and when they were little, I learned very quickly that if I took certain things away, it meant that I wasn't going to get to see my mom friend and I really needed to see my mom friend because I needed that connection. And so I wouldn't threaten with, well, you're not going to go to her house because exactly. So you got to think ahead. So I got to think and and definitely not throw things out there that I'm not willing to back up and follow through on. Yes. Yes. So good. Tough sometimes. (laughs) It is. It is. I'm certainly not perfect at it. I promise. No, no. All right. So as we wrap up, tell us a little bit more about your character training course. You've mentioned it a few times, but tell us about what it is. Oh, sure. Well, again, in in the chapter on character in Boy Mom, I just tell the story about hitting just a frustrating season with one of my teenage sons. And we had done what most of the listeners I'm thinking are doing, which is teaching the character qualities, talking about them. But something happens when they hit those tween and teenage years and the hormones are changing and the influences in their life are changing. And all of a sudden we're like, wait, yeah. who is this kid? And you know, I don't even know what to do with this. I've taught yeah. him everything. He knows better. And my husband and I were frustrated. And, and you know, the truth is it wasn't anything crazy. It's not like he was lying or stealing or cheating, but he Mm -hmm. had this kind of critical spirit and he would walk in the room. And if anyone listening can relate to this, but it was like a dark cloud was over him and everyone was suddenly like, oh, great. Now what? You know, he's going to criticize someone. He's going to say something negative. And we just were frustrated searching for something. And it happened to be in the new year and I had been praying and just asking God for wisdom. And I just had the idea of, of setting that son up with some character inspirations, like I said, outside of mom and dad. And that's when I gave him the list of some things. And I assigned him 30 minutes a day to read, listen, watch something. And then I gave him a blank journal and asked him to document each day what he did. And that was a way to be accountable. I wanted to check it and see. And I said, you know, this isn't a journal just for you. I'm going to look at it. And Mm -hmm. each day I want you to write down, you know, what you did and one nugget, at least one nugget that you learned that day. And initially there was some pushback, but over time he ended up writing not just a nugget, but sometimes pages. And Mm -hmm. soon I saw um, quotes hanging up above his desk and verses and 
before you know it, he would walk in the room and I could see him stop and think before he spoke. And, and I could see that there was something going on in his head because he had just watched somebody, you know, maybe a TED talk. He had just been mm -hmm. fully inspired and you could see that this was beginning to transform his life. So I told that story in my chapter of Boy Mom and I got you know, just continue to get emails from people saying, oh, can I get that list? Right. We all want the list. Yeah. And I realized though, that if I just gave people the list, I, I didn't believe that that would be effective because yeah. I knew there was so much more that went into this so much that we had done from the time he was young till now and continue to do with our other kids. And so I put together the course really as a way I, I love a course in that instead of a book, that's just writing, I could bring in interviews with some experts. You know, I have mm -hmm. people like Jonathan Pitts, who's a widowed father to four daughters. So mm -hmm. we've got the father to daughter and him giving a message to the dads about connecting and how that affects character in their daughters mm. and, and interviews with other people who kind of represent something I don't, you know, I'm a boy mom, but I wanted it to be for parents of sons and daughters. And so not only could I have interviews, but there's video, there's a video interview with my husband and I, and he, by the way, is the secret sauce. Like my husband's a great man of character who's really played a big role in raising our boys. And then there's downloads upon downloads, like I said, lists of movies, lists of prayers, lists of, you know, questions to help your son make or your child, your teenager make mm -hmm. better choices. And so I just loved putting this together because it just has so much different, so many different elements to it than a book or a blog post could. Mm -hmm. And then so people can get the course and then take their time. It's, it's self-paced. So mm -hmm. it's not like you have to finish it in any certain amount of time, but you can go to the section you need the most, or you can go through it start to finish. There's a um, special section for the early years. Initially, I created the course for parents of teens and tweens, but later I realized that those early years are so key. So I added mm -hmm. a whole section for the early years, which was really fun to put together. And just a, a ton of a ton of different things that all come together to just make a really fun character training course. And I think so far the feedback's been awesome. And, you know, I'm, I'm only opening the doors a couple of times a year because it's one of those things that takes a ton of work when it's, when it's being, when the doors are open, yeah. I had a fall launch that went really well. And then I'll open it again sometime this winter. Okay. Oh, well, fantastic. I'll make yeah, sure so um, to get those dates and all that information and I'll you bet. make it available to our listeners for sure. Awesome. Right. That sounds incredible. Yeah. Thank you. It's, right. it's, it was a ton of work, to be honest. I, creating a course was a whole different thing for me, but I'm really glad I did it. And I'm, I'm excited to hear back from people who say, you know, it's really impacting their families. And yeah. that's my heart. I want to yeah. hear that. <laughs> yeah. And it's so helpful to have a framework, you know? Yes. I mean, yes. like, I think it's even better than a list, right? Yeah. Something yes. to, with which Framework. to build into and work through. Yeah. Mm, so good. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Aloha. You can find Monica at monicaswanson.com. She's also on the Boy Mom podcast. You can find her on Instagram as monicaswanson underscore and on Facebook as the Mom. I'll link to all of this in the show notes. If you'd like to connect beyond the podcast, you can find me over on Instagram. It's my favorite place to hang out and share the ups and downs of everyday life, what we get right and what we get wrong too. You can find me at, at Kimberly Amici and you can find the podcast at, at build your best family. Remember family culture is not about perfect. It's about purpose. <laughs>